Oh, hello. Welcome to the show. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not starting yet. Uh, and I bet you're wondering, like, where's the music? I live for the music, the bang, bang, bada, barang, etc., so forth. Yes, I know, we all live for that moment of clarity when the new episode of Halorda is finally upon us. I know I do. But anyway, this is not about me, this is about you and what you're about to experience. This, uh, <laughs> this sounds like I'm going to tell you something bad happened, and I am. Uh, because, uh, actually this episode is a bit shorter than usual because of me and Andrew's gotten a bit of a fight and we just had to stop the recording and we decided to stop the show forever. I'm just kidding. I mean, it's it's scary how believable that is, right? That we would that sounds like Andrews is afraid that this podcast will eventually ruin our friendship due to all the arguing we do. And I tell him, Andrews, if anything's going to ruin my our friendship, it's going to be uh, our sexual relationship that's getting in the way of all our friendship stuff. You know, because you can't do both at the same time. You can't be friends with people you fuck. That's what I always say, and I stand by that till the day I die. Uh, the point I'm trying to get to is that actually there was a, some technical difficulties, and Anders's fucking internet turned off. That's it. It turned off completely for no reason. Uh, as far as I can tell, he wasn't kicking the and got the cord for the internet uh, out of the computer. As far as I can tell, but you know, you, I mean, I'm not, how can I be sure? I don't, he doesn't have, oh, no webcam. I can't watch him. I wish I could watch him and, you know, while we do this, but that would be distracting because of the whole sexual relationship thing. But either way, point is, this episode's a bit shorter than usual because things fucked up uh, and we couldn't connect the Skype again, so we just left it. <laughs> it's going to have a very abrupt ending and it's also going to have a very abrupt beginning. <laughs> there welcome to episode 193 of hello there hello there everyone as we all know it's a very special episode as it is in fact the same episode number as the year of the five emperors and as <laughs> finally not- are they here the five horsemen of the apocalypse five maybe. emperor men of the uh, uh, civil war apocalypse uh, <laughs> yeah, now yes, andrews yes. i know what you're thinking year of the five emperors but no please don't confuse it with the year of the four emperors which, of nah. course, is year 69. And please do not confuse it with the year of the six emperors, which is 235. Uh, uh, this is the year of the five emperors, Anders. Uh, and they were the noblest, uh, noblest and in, in peacefulest of, of the dynasty. Even though they have seven wars, uh, or how was it? Well, I don't know. How, do you really imagine that they were all like pals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine like the team, they team up and be like, together! Well, you'd be surprised. One or two might have done that. But yeah, I mean, just overall, emperors aren't known for like being pals, yeah. being getting along. As, like yeah, emperors you, clubs the, are not a thing. <laughs> no, everyone, like everyone has their own Praetorian guard and everyone is trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, if you join, if you join a super league... And and all of the the gentlemen's names are are something something emperor. You shouldn't join. That's advice. So a super league is like a league of people with superpowers. Is that 
What that yeah, means? yeah, that's, <laughs> that's. Oh, I'm sorry. Really... Stupid question. Really. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't we be talking well, about that? Well, it's common knowledge. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to tell you more about that in a minute. But yes, that is why it's a very special episode. Uh, you should also know that you are in fact listening at awesomepedia.org/podcast. Or what else can you do to listen, Anders? Well, you can subscribe to this channel. How do you do that? No more uh, sound effect, please. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. You can go into the iTunes and s- click subscribe on on the button. I guess iTunes has a subscribe button. Well, like it's up in not, the uh, corner or something. There's not just one subscribe button. You don't subscribe to everything by hitting one subscribe button. You also have to do what? Yes, you have to search for the name of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I. There was some some uh, some websites that I look into uh, because I started to listen to some Swedish podcasts, uh-huh. and uh, then I searched for our podcast, and it doesn't turn up, and I get so furiated. Surely we have many listeners, yeah. So well, yeah, of course. What yeah? What website was this? What was thing? Well, yeah. I th- no, don't give them advertising. If they, don't, <laughs> if they don't give us, if they don't plug us, we can't plug them. Don't no. even talk about that website ever again, Anders. That doesn't exist. No, yeah. exactly. They're the <laughs> ones who don't have existing fans. Yeah, yeah. Hello there, my name is Jacob Burrows. And uh, as you probably know by now, my name is Anders Backlund. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, now, Anders... <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it, just some maybe, no. Yeah. First off, of course, I have to tell you a bit more. I'm sure we're all at the edge of our seats. Uh, yeah. And I'm well aware that last episode we only talked about Roman emperors. Oh, wait, the last English episode. So if yeah. you're an English listener, this is like the emperor cast at this point. <laughs> emperor cast. Uh, we delve into uh, uh, Greek mythology and historian uh, manufacturers of that era, I guess you could say. Right, we're in Italy and it's not really mythology. <laughs> but, no. uh, so, but still, but still, yeah. In the same, yeah. So we had Emperor Commodus, who was... He... Like he started the year off with a bang because he was strangled to death last year. <laughs> yeah, last but... year technically, but it was on New Year's uh, Eve, I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, but so it wasn't like a chilly New Year's Eve. It was like a warm day, I guess. I don't know the weather. Uh, yeah, they I'll do, be honest. I guess they don't have like winters in Italy. Well, uh, maybe in the mountains, but I imagine the gladiator arenas were like in the middle of the country somewhere. Well, Anders, I think they were actually. Uh, they didn't actually write down what happened with the weather <laughs> because they were too that. busy being massacred. Because actually, the main reason Commodus was uh, executed, I mean, strangled to death, uh, it was probably. Probably that he was like on that day he was commanding like a huge massacre to take place he was murdering <laughs> nobles left right and center uh ah. his thought that he was becoming increasingly paranoid and he didn't want anyone else to grab the power so what's his solution well if we kill all the other nobles well, who's that gonna... yeah in that case I, I i i get the sense that they want to kill him because they were also see this coming that he wanted to like Kill everyone off. So I, I see why they why they did it in a way, in a weird way. What do you mean in a weird way? It's like makes the most sense ever. I can't believe that they sat through all the like he killed an ostrich and held up the ostrich <laughs> head and pointing it at them like you're and, next, and, and then, then they're disa- like disabled people and be like you are giants. <laughs> oh yeah, if you don't listen, didn't listen to the last episode, yeah. Commodus tied together disabled people <laughs> yeah, yeah, and pretended that they were giants and that he was a giant slayer and he killed them. But uh, anyway, he gets 
strangled to death, obviously, because uh, someone was like, wait a minute, I, we're all getting murdered by this asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, uh, like flies. Yeah. So I can't really blame him. Uh, yeah. What happens next? Well, we get a guy called Pertinax. He is named Emperor. He is one of the few high-ranking officials that hasn't been massacred. So he basically defaults into the position, and also because uh, the people who murdered Commodus were like, he, he should be Emperor. For some reason, they had something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, here's the thing about Pertinax, though. Uh, it's not called the year of the five emperors because Pertinax was a great ruler who never, uh, <laughs> who ruled the whole year through and nothing <laughs> happened. Actually, Andrus, uh, while Commodus was insane, uh, he had also given maybe many favors to the troops. Uh, mm. Including the Praetorian Guard. Now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but who wouldn't give them a reasonable sum? Like, please, when I'm when I'm ruling, you know, mm. ca- ca- get off my back. Don't kill how me. How much do I have to like? <laughs> yeah, how much do I have to pay you for not killing me? Well, do we have a deal? As you may, yes. have, <laughs> as, you, <laughs> as you may have guessed, Anders, the Praetorian Guard plays a large role in this year of the Five Emperors. Yeah. Uh, if, I want, I want, I want to know who the head of the Praetorian Guard is. He, he seems like more a um, person who has more. Like uh, maybe they change the Praetorian Guard leader, uh, even though so often. But if if it was the same guy. That guy knows what shit is going on if he gets through all the emperors and nobody's killing him off. <laughs> now, uh, well, uh, that's true. Uh, but <laughs> Although I, I, I'll say I've, I've done very shallow research. Uh, yeah. I don't really know that much about it, but I'll say uh, I think that you and I have this idea that the Praetorian Guard is like the small bodyguard units for yeah. the... But I think that just Ten means... Ten people tops. <laughs> I, the Praetorian Guard, that just means like the troops that are directly under the Emperor's command. Uh-huh, and I so think that's actually quite a lot army. of people. Yeah. So they're quite influential. But anyway, uh, what ha- uh, the thing is, Pertinax was basically the opposite of Commodus. Mm. He like was calm and reasonable. And, and no gladiator com- games, I guess. Was sorry. What did you say? No gladiator games. On you can't have rules. no gladiator games. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine this was the discussion in the room. Yeah. Like, but you can't. You can't have non. At least you have to kill some innocent people. <laughs> well, you yeah. can, like I, I'll say either extreme is crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because he was crazy. But like, no glad. We have this coliseum. Like, what are we supposed <laughs> yeah. to do in the coliseum? Like, it's literally built on the backs of slaves. We're not gonna use it. Uh, like, do you say it sound? Yeah. Well, if it's literally built on the backs of slaves, that wouldn't be very stable. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Anders. Uh, so anyway, the thing is, Pertinax looked at the budget and he was like, well, we're fucked because Commodus, uh, as I said, he was murdering uh, disabled people all day. He didn't have that much, uh, you know, of an economist uh, yeah. mindset. And, so. and, and it's crazy how... I, 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 the, the thing about that age, I know that people have like economy and so on and so stuff, but it's, it seems to me like they're... There was, in a way, uh, the emperor could do whatever he wanted, like... Well, yeah, exa- but that's... I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I feel like we had that discussion before, and I'm like, yeah. yes, but 
now that the emperor is dead, yeah. the kingdom or empire doesn't have any money because no. he put it all, he used it all. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. yeah, he can do, of course, he can do whatever he wants. Like, he yeah. can do taxes that are insane and so yeah. on and so forth. And that's what he did. And that's why the whole society was crumbling. And that's why Perdinax was like, okay, so uh, we need to give the troops less money because uh, Commodus had raised the money for the troops. Uh-huh. And what did the troops think about this? They think uh, <laughs> they, they were like, well, I, I guess it sounds reasonable, you know. We're only putting our necks out for this fucking empire. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Pertinex took those away because it was crazy, and the Praetorian Guard killed him on March 28th. <laughs> okay. Because he took away the money. Um, now, what happens after this? Uh, that? But, well, but was, it, was it like reasonable some they took away? Was it like a dick about them be like, you shall get no paid? You shall not get paid. It's like, for, first off, Andrews, we have like five of these to go through, so please, <laughs> okay. with the interruptions, I escape <laughs> okay, the whole show. As much as I enjoy it, please, uh, yeah, please do go on. But, yeah, yeah no, I'll, uh, Andrews, of course I don't know. I told you I did shallow research. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. like, how am I supposed to know exactly how many silver coins was used? <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. there's no way for me to know, although I do know that Commodus was insane <laughs> and that he, he, he seems like the sort of person who yeah. would turn around and go like, a million gold coins for you, my <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah. And then everyone behind him is like, oh no, that should be. <laughs> but they have to do it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'll say, Andrews. But yeah. anyway, so yeah, they he was trying to stabilize the economy and they killed him for it um, <laughs> yeah well then i guess they're gonna suit themselves yeah so who came next didius julia julianus was next didius uh, yeah now he d- he didn't div- okay yeah what no i thought you said devious <laughs> <laughs> so his be name good... was devious <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was a class act <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fine fellow indeed. Devious muck shady balls. Yes. That's the first. Yeah. Uh, no, so uh, Pertinax just became the emperor, but Julianus, Didius, Julianus, yeah. he actually had some competition with Pertinax's father-in-law, uh, but he did gain the Senate's favor by promising to pay the troops more money, so ah, he became... Okay. Well, he learned his lesson. <laughs> yeah. But the, the people are still going to starve, so he He's in a bit of a pickle, I guess. Yeah, he figured out the code, but don't worry, Andrews. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he because was, uh, he didn't, he wasn't, it was like 12 days after Perdinax died, there was this other emperor who also declared himself emperor. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he had sort of bigger problems than the whole economy, yeah. Perdinax. Um, because, okay, so there was this crisis partly because, uh, yeah, Julianus was accused of the murder of Perdinax. Uh, and basically there were two people who took advantage of the whole crisis that was going on. There was Septimus mm. Severus, who declared him, who was the guy I mentioned, who declared himself Severus. emperor. T- yeah. Yeah, like Snape. Uh, yeah. He declared himself emperor twelve days after Pertinax's murder, uh, and then there was the, the, yeah, it's it's insanely short period of time. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but like, what do you want? Yeah. You, you gotta get in quick if you want to be the emperor. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, just hang yeah. around. Yeah, you, uh, you can't. Uh, otherwise, the train will leave the station and you're left there and be yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So there were two figures that took advantage of the crisis. First, as I mentioned, Septimus Severus, who declared himself emperor quickly, and they were sort of struggling a bit to, as to who should be <laughs> yeah. the emperor. And there yeah. was also another guy that I'll mention in a moment here. But first off, I want to mention that uh, Didius Julianus was actually executed uh, because uh-huh. Severus was better at being emperor. So we outmaneuvered him, got the Senate to agree with him, and they <laughs> okay. made him the official emperor. And Julianus was killed by a soldier... Uh, on June first, that ah, was so two months after the first uh, em- emperor. Oh, or the two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck if you, when he stood there and be like, "I'm the new emperor. I've never been so much, <laughs> so so powerful in my whole life." And then you see like a title screen or whatever, like two months later, and you see like a solar bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. It's so bizarre in a way. I, uh, yeah, I know, Anders. That's why it fits in with our whole formatting thing. <laughs> yeah. That's what we talk about, bizarre things. Yeah. Now, I want to underline that we're going through this with absolutely no historical context, which is what ma- makes it even more absurd than it is. I'm sure it would be fascinating to go in and learn all the details <laughs> and have an yeah. actual educated discussion, but, you know, we're not going to do that. We're going to move fast uh, to get through the years until the, to now, uh, today, I mean. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. who do we have left on the playing field? Well, we have September Severus in the right corner, or yeah. whatever you say, Let's weighing get- in at five hundred pounds. And <laughs> yeah. uh, on the in the other corner, Anders, we have this guy called. Mm, yeah, I'm not going to say his first name. Skenius, Skenius Niger, who apparently the mobs, which I assume means like the the mobs in the street, not like the the gangster mobs. The mobs were calling on Niger for help. Apparently, so he became a rival to Severus because Severus believed that he should have total power and loyalty from everyone in the empire. <laughs> while Niger, uh, yeah, he people wanted his help with this whole emperor situation, so he went yeah. ahead and proclaimed himself emperor as well. Also, why not? I, there's like there's a major flaw in the in the law system of that time. Everyone, anyone could literally declare himself emperor. Yeah, sure, you can get killed, but. Uh, everyone can do it. <laughs> there's no, there's no obligation against it. Everyone can do it, and I, li- and I like th- this guy, the man of the people, like, and he declared himself emperor. Uh, wow. And and now I guess everyone is afraid, like. Well, everyone can technically nominate themselves as emperor. Uh, kill it off everyone who's trying to, to nominate themselves. Well, that's exactly themselves. what Commodus was trying to do. Maybe he had more sense than we yeah. give him credit for. Because yeah, yeah, everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. even though he tried, he killed so many nobles, there's still yeah. like so many left who all want to be uh, the emperor. Now, yeah. I want to mention that the Roman Empire, Anders, is a pretty big place, uh, which sort of by default has a lot of powerful people playing the game in it. Uh, yeah. So you might imagine that this is all happening, you know... Oh, it's all in Rome. It's like Game of House of Cards in, yeah. in Rome, but <laughs> yeah. but it's more like Game of Thrones, where people are in different parts of the world. And like this, I think Niger was like, yeah, he's in the uh, eastern part of the so, empire. So yeah. everyone in the eastern part of the empire is like, Niger's the best. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. of course he has. Uh-huh. No, I know how I feel. How how everything is going to get it. So he can start his uprising there. And uh, well, it's not an uprising if you win, but. Uh, y- Yes, essentially, that's what he can do. Uh, and uh, the same was happening in other parts where people were proclaiming and so forth. But anyway, Niger, uh, yeah, he had allies in the eastern side. Uh, so when Severus threatened him with troops, he gathered an 
army from his allies <laughs> yeah, and yeah, fought yeah. Severus throughout the empire uh, for several years. So ah. we're not going to go into what happened because uh, it's not over in this year. We're just focused on the year of the five emperors. Yeah. So now it's like a big civil war in Rome, I guess. Yeah, and we oh. haven't even gone through all the emperors yet. How many do you remember? <laughs> how many do you think we've gone through, Anders? I don't remember exactly how many we have I wonder what through. would happen if I told you to retell me the story of the year of, of the five I, emperors. Uh, well, say, I, <laughs> what, how did it start? <laughs> well, uh, the, 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 the bad one, the one that was slaughtering the, the, the crippled ones. You can't seriously mean that you've forgotten his name. Uh, Commodus. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> he has, he's gonna left the throne mm-hmm. uh, due to a strangling business <laughs> happening. Yeah. What happens next? In the kingdom, yes. Uh, and then the, another person wants to take power uh, because... Uh, uh, and he, but he has some problems because the, the, the emperor who has drained all the money... Has drained all the money, so that's yeah. its problem. And uh-huh. and then he says like, "Oh, troops, uh, maybe you should. Uh, uh, we should tax you more. What do you think about that?" And they are like, "Fine." And then he's off. And yeah. then the <laughs> and then the, the other ones say like, "They were uh, like, you do what you gotta do, and yeah, we'll do what we gotta yeah, do, yeah. <laughs> Let's see who wins." Yes. <laughs> And then we're gonna skip forward a bit and to, to today's emperor and the, the uprising and so forth. So I remember the story clearly. Was, yeah, it's pretty good, Anders. Although there was uh, like you skipped over, uh, I think, an emperor or, or, yeah, or yeah, so. But, but 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 that guy wasn't very memorable. The devious yeah, Julianus. Yeah, he was a short, <laughs> short period. Of yeah, time. it didn't do much. So what happened? Uh, okay, right now we only got two emperors. I'm going to tell you about the final emperor before we can finally move on. Yeah. There's this guy called Clodius. Albinus. <laughs> well, he was he was uh, had some kind of disease, I guess. He oh was yeah, it was albino. a cloud. Exactly, he was a cloud. <laughs> yeah, a cloud. cloud man, they call him. Yeah. Uh, now he was asked to b- become emperor after Commodus, actually. Uh. But he was like, fuck that shit, apparently. I, I, w- I don't want to be an emperor, but choose an emperor if you want. I don't care. To be fair, he might have been like, uh... I think whoever becomes emperor right now is going to get murdered to <laughs> so death. Killed, yes. yeah. So maybe he had some sense there. But anyway, in eventually, he ended up being given the title of Caesar, like co-Caesar, by Severus. Uh-huh. Co- Wow. Because Severus, he was fighting this civil war with Niger in the east, <laughs> yes. and he's he like, I can't run the empire and do a civil war. I need someone <laughs> no. to back me up here. Ah, uh, that seems uh, th- that emperor seems like he had some some in his skull, as to speak. He was kind of smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's also spoiler alert. <laughs> why he's yeah, I agree, Anders. He eventually wins. Spoiler yeah, alert. But it could also, in all fairness, backfire <laughs> because he could say. Well, join me. Co-emperor, you say? Co-emperor. How about (laughs) emperor-emperor? Yes. I know what you mean, Anders, but I'll say this. Uh, It seems, or some would say at least, that this treaty to make him co-emperor was really just words on the wind. It seems that he never actually gave up that much real power to this other person. It was just to sort of keep him under control as well. Because uh, I think this, uh, yeah... And that uh, was a dream scenario for him because he w- he want to he want to reassure that he doesn't fuck shit up while he's fighting this civil war, and and the the, the person who is uh, starting to get support in the other parts of the empire 
cannot uh, uh, has no choice but to like accept the offer because he wants more power. Yeah. So so it's like. Yeah. So Albinus, he was, I, I believe he was up in Britain being in control up there, and this treaty sort of gave him more power of like Gaul and Spain, but most sources, most sources do not mention this treaty. They just say it was more of an agreement between the two of them <laughs> yeah. uh, so that Severus could focus on defeating Niger. Uh, which, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all they had time to do in this uh, year of the five uh, emperors. Ah. So it's sort of. It's sort of still up in the air. We still have two down, three still standing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to see where the ball lands on yeah. next week's episode it's, of it's, Emperor. Yeah, it's, it cast. seems like a very interesting part of the history to make a movie about. Uh-huh. And in a sense, they have done movies about parts of this period. But they should be like this This period of the Fire Emperor should be very welcomed in, in the movies, I think. Because they have made like <laughs> Exodus the movie or something. One one of the greatest, like, the most mediocre movie I ever watched, in a sense. Greatest mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> greatest sure. mediocrity I ever watched. <laughs> because it was like, well, they have more interesting time periods that actually actually existed. Yeah, that now actually they, happened as well. Yeah, and now <laughs> they're gonna base that on some tale that, that doesn't have any, like, uh, connection to the real, real world. And it, it is like... Well, we know this story. It's nothing, add nothing new. But not everyone knows of the time period of the five emperors. And you can easily like put uh, the five most famous actors at the time in the leading roles for these emperors. Yeah, true. And you have like a star movie or something. Uh, true, but I have two counterpoints to that. Yeah. Number one is that nobody. Any- oh, sorry, nobody wants to see Tom Cruise as a fucking emperor. Well, <laughs> I who. That's like the opposite of what everyone <laughs> would say. Everyone wants to see that. But well, I'm sure Tom Cruise would be down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd, be, he'd make sure he'd played Severus, uh, who's the guy yeah, who wins. Yeah. But anyway, uh, what uh, what was I going to say? Two counterpoints. One, uh, any screenwriter would look at that and, and like look at history, first of all, and say, like, this is a fucking mess. Like this, <laughs> this like the five characters and like th- th- two, one gets executed after uh, uh, two months, one gets executed <laughs> yeah, after yeah, another yeah, two months. Yeah. Like, w- w- can't we just combine those two characters? Way more into, convenient. Into, into one, make him a gladiator. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is exactly what happened. Like, if when you have like these, if you if you have a movie with stars, for example, that movie called Gladiator, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. which does exactly that thing of combining all the characters in the world, like yeah. <laughs> in history, combining them together. The guy, of course, Commodus is the guy who is like the the bad guy in the movie Gladiator is yeah. based on Commodus and the good guy in Gladiator is based on like eight different people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, the, the mind-blowing part. The, the evil guy is actually a real person and the good good person he, he is a mixture of other parts and and the, the I remember reading the cover for Gladiator and it says like oh the the general who became a slave the slave who become a legend and so forth. And I get why this this story is compelling, but it doesn't happen. It, yeah. He, yeah, and that's why 
and I know, like, oh, did you think this was actually happening in history, you fucking moron? Uh, well, in a in a sense, I actually am that the person that the the movie are describing existed in some part, mm-hmm. but he, he doesn't even exist. Like, he is a colli- collision between three people. <laughs> I have been fine if it was, uh, even if it was exaggerated that the person that they are telling a story about actually existed. But it, he doesn't exist, so yeah. Yeah, and it also I want to mention my other uh, idea I had about that, which is that Commodus, if Commodus in the film did all the shit that we know that Commodus <laughs> really did, yeah. no one would buy that. Because, no. Anders, that's the other thing when you look at history. When you read history and research it, and you, you're sometimes I'm reading shit and I'm like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, like I can't. It it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. way more ridiculous than real yeah, life, yeah. and no one would believe it if you told it as it actually happened. It sort of ruins fiction for you because you learn of these amazing dramatic things going on that are like, in reality, yeah. way crazier than the things we put in our books. It, when we put it in the books, no one believes it because we have all these ideas of what makes sense. Yeah. And then there's stories about <laughs> empires and all this crazy yeah. shit that we don't know. No, no yeah. one taught us that interesting stuff. <laughs> In history class they didn't really know how to frame it i guess because the, the, yeah. well i can't blame them for that it's kind of tricky who who else but us you and i can yeah. deliver this information <laughs> in such a compelling fashion yeah. you're right there's yeah. no one else w- one uh, one such example when it comes to to the the stories that are stranger than fiction uh, or how do you say mm. it was one guy who was a circular i don't remember the name uh, now but he was. Uh, he made a name for himself, and he was uh, going up in the world and studying medicine. And then uh, he is uh, starting to be a doctor and so on and so forth. And then he he assembled such much money. This was in the 1800s, I think. And then uh. he created his own like hotel on top of his uh, what to say uh, when you're creating like your medicine you're creating medicine like a a, apothecary yeah apothecary on top of that he has like his own hotel and the hotel was like every room was made in a purpose to kill innocent civilians who entered that hotel there were like literally soundproof rooms and stairways that doesn't go anywhere and trap doors and so on and so forth and actually he he built this hotel and several people checked in he has at least killed uh, 46 people or somewhat but people believe that there were many more in those days that were killed well anders herman webster mudget is yeah. who you're talking about. Better known... Ah, you, know, uh, you know that uh, that name. Yeah. I looked it up. Better known under the name Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that was... Yeah. Or more commonly, just H.H. H. Holmes. What is it yeah. with the... How long have we done the double names for the serial killer? I know <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, a serial killer not... because I have like four names. Although that might mean I'm like extra serial killer because of the <laughs> extra yeah. name. But, but, but anyway. It's like the it's like dance bands and uh, and the set on the, on the end of the name, I guess. It's a thing you must do if you're a serial killer. Agreed. Uh, so uh, yeah, he's one of the he's one of the first documented serial killers in the modern <laughs> sense of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Word. This was in Chicago, yeah. uh, <laughs> where he opened a hotel which he had quote designed and <laughs> yeah, built yeah, yeah. for himself specifically with murder in mind, <laughs> yes. and which was uh, the location of many of his murders. While he confessed to twenty-seven murders, of which nine were confirmed, his actual body count much might uh, could be <laughs> yeah, yes. up to two hundred. And this is strange, like, 
Well, it could be. How how do you say it could be up to 200? It's a, from from like 20 or what did you say? 27 or something. Yeah. For, uh, up to 200. It's a big leap. Well, you know these were I the mean. 1800s. You didn't really know what was going on, nah. to be honest. Yeah. And it was a time of discovery and murder. Anything was possible. And like, I imagine like when he told the constructors to build this, this house, like... Well, you want a room that doesn't go anywhere and, and has like very safe doors <laughs> and so on and so forth. Uh, what are you going to use it for? I you know, like, um, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm I wondering how, like, what, what their guest book must be like weird when you read, yeah, you know, the hotel yeah, guest book. Yeah. And also, everyone's checking in, but does no one notice that no one ever checks out? <laughs> the no. And uh, I, I, I imagined, like, this story that actually happened and. Uh, that blows my mind is is like the 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 main foundation for so many like uh, horror stories when people check into hotels and ever and they see like a strange person in the behind the desk who be like yes welcome to hotel super scary day or something and you're Death never, hotel yeah. La- okay let me read a bit about this because i don't know this yeah. i'm reading it blind but let me just read some of it and we'll see what it says, Holmes purchased an empty lot across from the drugstore where he built his three-story block-long hotel building. <laughs> yeah. He's well done. He's rich, apparently. Yeah, he's... You don't just build that shit. Like, I, I never go out and like, I think I'll build a three-story uh, <laughs> block-long hotel <laughs> building. <laughs> no. So it was dubbed, uh, uh, local people dubbed it the castle because it was so huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, the strange part that it's going to ma- be made for torture again. Experiments. Uh, so what yeah. happened? Uh, the ground floor relocated. Oh yeah, they did. They put the drugstore in the ground floor, and it had various shops. And the upper two floors were personal office and a labyrinth <laughs> of rooms with doorways opening to brick walls, oddly angled hallways, <laughs> stairways <laughs> leading to nowhere, doors that could be only be opened for the outside, and a host of other strange and deceptive constructions. <laughs> yes, yes. and I wonder what. Yeah. That nobody like suspected anything, I guess. Well, it says that he was constantly firing and hiring workers during the construction, claiming that they were doing the shit job, but actually it was to ensure that no one really understood the design of the building. (laughs) Smart. Clever guy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, what does this say? Uh, <laughs> this is another yeah like you said this is stranger than fiction because yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. during the, this period he met uh, and became close friends with a guy called Benjamin Pitzel a carpenter uh, oh, okay I did I don't know so this much is not about super this part. Im- not super important but he became his right hand man and uh, a district attorney later described Pitzel as Holmes's tool his creature <laughs> yeah, okay. so. He had a creature. Yeah, like Igor so. from Frankenstein. <laughs> yes, or, yeah. but a carpenting Igor instead yeah, of a... Yes, ah, I will, I will uh, carpent over here. <laughs> yes, master. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, after the completion, he selected mostly female victims among his employees, uh, as well as his lovers and hotel guests, whom he would later kill. <laughs> oh, yeah, Some were locked in soundproof bedrooms fitted with gas lines that let him, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, gas them. Yeah, yeah. Some were taken to one of the rooms on the second floor called the secret hanging chamber. I wonder <laughs> if he put secret. that on the door. Yeah, like, don't disturb or something on the yeah, doorknob. Where, <laughs> <laughs> where Holmes hanged them. No yeah, surprise there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and like gas pipes. 
through the entire building who was literally made for gassing people it's I, it sounds like a yeah horrible like i'm laughing through all this and i and it's not like that i think it's funny but because it's so so surrealistic in a way yeah, yeah. and I, I remember he was one of the first serial killers so when this was coming out it was like even more crazy than it is now because now we have all these shows about these people who murder people in various strange <laughs> yeah, ways yeah, and yeah. everyone's always trying to one-up each other with the murders <laughs> yeah, yeah. like he had no competition and he went from like serial killings went from zero to a hundred because <laughs> yes. he was like well you well, know i gotta hit this out of the park like he's uh, well maybe you're hit on something important there because that's maybe he he doesn't get too much suspicion at first yeah because nobody has seen this so everyone suspects that well he sounds a little bit off but you know uh, they have never encountered something like that at least not ne- maybe in that area or something so yeah well you'd think you'd think that the first serial killer was like oh you know he killed 12 uh, women yeah, 12 women yeah. because he just wa- and, th- and no no it's not because uh, <laughs> it was like- organized it was <laughs> yeah it was so, like uh sorry to interrupt uh we're going to say something about how organized it was no no yeah something like that and it, uh, it the first the first of anything i feel it's it's almost unplanned or or like yeah it feels unplanned like the first of anything it's this not, was this yeah. was like he was like the diehard of nineties <laughs> yeah. action movies. He came out of nowhere and was better than all the rest. Yeah, and wh- from yeah, the get go. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's why his story fascinates me because his was so successful. Like he built a house and he killed people systematically. And I thought the I think that the main reason why he got caught in the end was over some stupid dispute. Well, I'm sure yeah. we'll find out if we keep I, reading it. Yeah, Anders. I'm not defending him in any way, but I think it was something about some stupid dispute, and then he got arrested. They were, uh, as I recall the story, the, he was caught about some dis- some minor dispute, and then the p- the police c- going to investigate him found this like uh, this castle full of crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there was a se- also a secret room that was completely sealed uh, by a solid brick, uh, so- by solid brick that could only be entered through a trapdoor <laughs> in the ceiling, yeah. where he would le- lock his victims uh, and for days and let them die of hunger and thirst. Uh, there was also a, uh, yeah, a huge soundproof bank vault near his office where he would let them suffocate like he was a he was a multi-classer he didn't just <laughs> yeah, yeah. he didn't have this you know serial killers often have this oh i have to leave my mark or whatever yeah. his mark was that i'm the guy who does these things <laughs> like he he yeah. didn't have like oh i put the rose petals in the mouth he was like fuck that shit i just want to kill i was uh, a it purist feel, it feels like he, he wanted to like test make test some them, them like oh let's see how long i can have this person without uh, air in that this room or and uh, like he, he feels like a doctor yeah well he uh, that's they called him the doctor yeah, yeah he was that but and he was actually he actually was because some some serial kid feels like oh i'm a doc- doctor <laughs> and they kill <laughs> and they just kill people but he yeah. Well, yeah, he seems like a thinker because it says he also yeah. invented a unique alarm system and installed it to all the doors on the upper floors so he would be alerted if anyone was walking around in the hotel. Yeah, because that's not a distinctive fu- future, I think, about a, a typical serial killer. No. Because they don't... Yeah, 
They don't it feels like he could have made a fortune off that alarm system, probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah, instead, instead of killing me. Yeah. I realize he already had a fortune, but I, I mean, I guess when you get enough money and you're... Uh, in everyone Chica- wants to build their own hotel <laughs> murder hotel, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, I imagine him sitting on like a park bank or something and, and be like, uh, what are you going to do now? I have all the money I can ever get. Yep. So he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he uh, the bodies were put in a secret metal chute or a dummy elevator to the basement where he dissected and stripped them of flesh, crafted them into skeleton models and sold them to medical schools. Uh yeah, and th- he also buried some of the bodies in uh, pits, lime pits for disposal. He had two giant furnaces used to incinerate some of the bodies uh, and as that well smells as- as well as yeah. Breaking Bad style pits of corrosive acid, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bottles of various uh, poisons, and even a stretching rack, like a medieval <laughs> yeah, torture yeah, device. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you, uh, like uh, yeah, and and uh, the, the thing was in the 1800s, you can actually so- sell corpses, and and nobody would like uh, he sell it to medical schools. Nobody would bother. But yeah. you can't do that shit today. So. Well, I think they ask for, like, a receipt, at least, these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, who is this person? But it would be fake. But he doesn't, yeah. It feels that he can kill so much many more if he doesn't get caught, I feel, yeah. Uh, so what helped? What happened? Uh, he had a mistress apparently who told him that she was pregnant and demanded marriage. Uh, Holmes did agree to marry her, but said, "Well, I can't have a child, so let's abort it." And she agreed. Uh, so they cl- <laughs> planned this abortion for Christmas Eve, like a nice little Christmas present for the whole family. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, no. And Holmes murdered her by overdosing her with chloroform. Uh-huh. And oh, oh wait, oh yeah, maybe he murdered. Um, no, yeah, he murdered her, and also I think he murdered. Who's this other person? Uh, Pearl. Who's Pearl? He murdered someone else. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter. Sorry. You get it. Yeah, yeah. You get the general idea. People were hella murdered all over the, this place. I think it may have been her daughter. I should probably read this from the beginning. Yeah, the, because one thing about it is. Yeah, it was uh, her daughter. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, he also murdered her daughter. Oh, okay. Just for good measure. No witnesses on the Christmas Eve, I guess. Yeah, not the abortion daughter, the alive daughter. Mm. I mean, depending on how you look at it, that was also a murder. As equally bad when he murdered that unborn child as all the <laughs> yeah, other ones. Yeah, yeah. And he shall burn in hell for that, if nothing else. Absolutely, Anders. I agree with you about the abortion murder. Go, but what were you going to say? Anders? Something is wrong. Oh, Skype's cocking out. Let's see. Trying to call him. Uh, This is not uh, working at all. Oh, good, Skype. Why would I be able to call my friend? It's not like that's that's a thing we need for the podcast or anything. It's not like it's whole... It's based entirely upon the idea and concept that I am able to call him. Nope. That would be crazy. Fucking Skype, man. Oh, now he's offline. I think his... Well, obviously his internet fucked up or his computer fucked up. I'm gonna hope that it was the internet because otherwise we lost all of these, this fine material we recorded. And in that case, uh, that would be bad because then I'd be talking to myself here. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna stop recording now. Do a clip.
I was a little joke for myself because we do the clap to synchronize the audio, and obviously I'm the only one here. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. <laughs>